Hey, welcome to today's episode of Whiskey Made Woman with me, your host, Bonnie Love Shock. Welcome to Love Week. Welcome to the first Love Week. <laughs> so we've had Valentine's Day this week. We've had Galentine's Day. It can be a really weird energy, right? It's very, very interesting. It can be a weird energy whether you are in, in inverted commas, a relationship with another human that you live with that you don't live with I like the way I said human I also feel like my brain was like well you might be in a relationship with a mare person or maybe a unicorn or a werewolf or that probably oh you know uh, it probably all speaks to some of the <clears throat> fiction that I that I read it's full of witches and warlocks and all sorts of things and one thing and another but there's such a societal pressure around Valentine's. It's so interesting and it's incredibly, incredibly sneaky as well. So I just want to say, if you're feeling weird this week, if you have struggled in the sense of you feeling like you either should be in a partnership or you shouldn't be in the partnership or you're that you're in or that you should somehow be performing differently in the partnership that you are in, Let's just stop shooting all over ourselves, shall we? <laughs> just come into relationship with your heart. Because you and your body and your heart and your nervous system are so wonderful and so glorious and so full of goodness and grace. And they deserve to receive a little bit of love as well. Well, they deserve to receive all the love, in fact. So what I thought I would do for the first time in, in this experience that we have is that I'm actually going to read to you. I'm going to, I know, settle in, settle in children. I'd be like, what's his face? Um, whose name I can never remember. He does bedtime stories. Um, but I'm going to read some of one of my favourite, my favourite writers to you. It's a gorgeous woman called Caroline Hillier. Caroline is spelled with a Y. Hillier is spelled H-I-L-L-Y-E-R. And this is from her wonderful book, The Book of Hag or Book of Hag, First Season Bark. When I had my weekly gathering sanctuary, which gosh, is going back some years now, especially in the winter, I would read to people because I just think, again, our stories are in other people's stories, right? And when we're when we're having a heart experience, again, whether you, we're never really not in relationship, right? You're always going to be in relationship with yourself. You're always in relationship with someone and something else. We are always in relationship with the oneness. So we're feeding the relationship with the oneness today. And I also just want to recognize if you've had a tough week, because also when we've lost friends and we've lost partners, and even if it's been your choice to go through a divorce or an experience of separation, there can still be a toughness that exists at this time of year. And I just really want to recognise that and just offer you just a big, huge heart hug. So Caroline Hillier is going to help us do that from her book of hag. And I'm going to read you the story called One Crone's Wheelbarrow. One Crone's Wheelbarrow. Now, this book is available uh, on Caroline's website. I am I am not an affiliate. Uh, I don't even think she does such a thing, which is which is a, a good thing, I think. So I'm just going to read and share. And then, should you should you wish to experience any of our other stories, then you can do that for yourself. But let's begin. One Crone's Wheelbarrow. If said one crone to another. 
You were to pile only your most cherished stuff into a wheelbarrow, what would it be? If, she then added, you were setting your feet on the hag road heading north, what would you miss if you'd left it behind? If, she insisted, the barrow tips over and becomes far too heavy to push, you have to take some of it out. What, the crone asked, is your treasure? Hmm, well, said her friend, it is this. Bath, quiet and steamy with candles and potions so good for the bones and the soul. A great place for pondering, for working out tangles and for testing the tunes of new songs. Try filling an old bathtub with a hose from the hot tap, set out in a wild patch under some trees, bobbing with petals and garlanded with birdsong. Sun on the water and you floating free. All right, it's quite big for a wheelbarrow, but let us just say that I'm packing the concept of bath. Bear totem. Not a regular household item, this primordial image of a bear mother carved out of wood, with amulets hung at her belly for strength, amber for memory, and a rubbing of pine tar to add to her power. Her ancient spell is used to protect and invoke and inspire, to catch echoes from ancestral caverns, to hold and be held by, to guard from and guide into danger and daring. She's not difficult to make, but it may take some time to cook up her magic. Blanket. Old cherished cloth, shawl or wrapping in which you have carried your life through all its tides and its turns. A weaving of all the love that you have lived by. A shelter for vigils and dreaming and from all feral weather, used as a net to catch stories, as a soft bed for healing, as a refuge for tears, for enfolding others when comfort is longed for, to be folded around you when death has come close. Bones, assorted, dense and hollow, both mammals and birds picked wild from the land and washed very tenderly, for so many purposes, decorative, spellbound or holy. They are shields against fury and reminders of courage for anchoring ancestor prayers to the earth. Likewise, winter shed antlers and discarded deer toes and feral horse skulls from the hills. All are proud symbols of death's simple beauty and the enduring resilience of life. Boots, sturdy brown leather for walking with a grip for wet granite. Waterproof is not necessary because towels exist. Black rubber for daily use, muddy fields and marshes, outings to the shops. A fine pair of boots helps you dance with abandon, trip through dawn meadow of delicate webs, stomp with reckless disdain. If heading far north, add a lining of moon-gathered, slowly spun, hand-felted fleece. Broom. Could be stiff bristle or soft brush, either are just as good as long as the handle is reliable and the end won't fly off when you're going full pelt. Can be propped against the door to show your friends you are not being friendly that day and brandished or wielded at whim or for ritual. Birch besoms are best but can be a nuisance inside a small kitchen. Calendula. Herbal can be so personal but this one is always a star. Grown easily from seed, can handle neglect in the late summer jungle that was once your neat garden last spring. Will harvest abundantly, golden and ready to steep in some oil for a week until all of the colour and goodness are caught, then melt in some scrapings of beeswax. A potion for practically everything under the sun and over the skin. 
a marvel for hag's foot and cold winter crone hand, and those odd cumbersome corners where old age has set root. Make plenty and give out to everyone you meet. Candles. Burn every day to lighten dawn writing and soften the shadows of night. To send quiet love and warm blessings to people and places you hold in your heart. To hang in glass jars through a forest or set sailing in tiny reed boats on the sea or a pond. To mark and remember the trails of old women as they leave and return in the dark. Coat. Dark wool is good to withstand the fierce moods of weather, the dirt of wild nature, the ash of a fireside and strength and wear from those jobs that involve hammers, hay forks and spades can become a component in your own native costume, a textile mirror, a poet might say, of what the land that grows around you means to your soul. Pockets, essential. Buttons or ties easily managed by fingers arthritic or stunned by the cold. A good one will last you a lifetime, just as your grandmother always declared. Cosy, that means socks, thick and soft, double up in winter, wear in bed. Sister, always take care of your feet plus vests and long-legged thermals, worn from September to May without fail, for you must be prepared at all times for warm sunshine to suddenly, cunningly, give way to chill sleet. (laughs) Craft. Materials and methods as varied and thrilling as shells in an ocean. Things that cause fingers to tremble and eyes to gyrate and hags to congregate in small flocks exclaiming with wonder over the possibilities inherent in each ball of yarn. Old favourites are spun nettle, fibre from mountains and older dyed leathers from icy terrains. Where knitting defeats some hands, knotting with small hook ethrals, who could possibly say why? Craft is a quandary. A misunderstood and misaligned, but adored with a fervour by many, especially the old girls who certainly know their beads from their buttons and their twist from their twine. Drum, a weapon of sound, a shield of wild rhythms and something to hang a song onto, a primordial creature that carries the drummer beyond what is remembered and into the circles of ancestral dancers, out to the moon and deep down in the earth. A brave drummer may ride beyond boundaries with the spirit that gave its skin into the drum. Far more might be spoken about the primordial soul of the drum, but this page could not ever anchor it all into words. Envelope, just one, carefully tucked in a safe place, filled with pictures of faces of those that you carry in the quiet, constant pulse of your heart. Just in case you start wandering at the edges of memory, they will always be there to point your way forward and mark your way back. Golden Seal, not wildly known and needs careful sourcing, but cannot be more highly recommended as a much-trusted, multi-skilled, life-saving medicine and travelling friend. For this nasty wound and that unpleasant scrape, and all those risky infectious dilemmas. For babes and warriors, for horses and hags, even the colour is potentially healing. It is truly precious, and a little will go a long way. Hat. Several are useful since headwear can be reliant on mood. Hand-knitted is lovely, a berry quite merry, but mostly a hat should have enough stretch to be pulled well past the ear loads and down to the bridge of the nose. The perfect hat is a deep woolen vessel to keep out the wind and the world, and to hold in your thoughts and wise sayings, plus all of those dreams that might otherwise leak swiftly away. Far from frequently worn during hag years, 
for hats are less bother than brushing your hair. <laughs> Honey, the perfect addition to any hag's diet. Adds sweetness to life and a boost to the spirit. Good for sharing, of course, and for slurping alone with a book by a fire. Sorry, the pen wrote down honey, but was thinking of chocolate organic, which may be generously substituted as required. Kettle, a source of contention, surprisingly, for such a straightforward domestic item. There are those who maintain a good kettle should never be taken outside and recklessly abused on the flames of a wood fire. Well, there are those who insist that it is up to the job. The where and the how of its kettleness should be of no consequence. A kettle's a kettle. And there's no more to say about that, even if the base becomes curved and the enamel is cracked. Knife, nothing too fancy or you'll be bound to lose it in mud or high waters, although an excellent knife regained after years of being mournfully mislaid is indeed a wonderful treasure. A straight blade is practical, a curved blade is mystical, but no good for cutting the bread. Some swear by a crystal or amber bead set in the tip of the handle, and who's to say that may be going too far? Notebook, your closest companion on the travelling road. Fancy or plain as long as the cover delights you and the pages entice you to wander at will through their wide, empty spaces. Never throw them away. Your tattered, chaotic collection amassed through the turning of your years will help you remember and celebrate every painful, surprising, transforming, hilarious step. Pan, cast iron, black, darkly crusted, wiped, not washed, for breakfast eggs and moonlit ceremonies. Choose well and buy only once. Pencils. Gather many to you with a broad range of thickness and softness, some tipped with small rubbers, plain ones for everyday use and a fine set in a tin for your more flamboyant work and most profound thoughts. No time is ever wasted that is spent sorting and grading and laying your collection of pencils out on the table. Most hags grow into the knowledge that stationery is simply majestic. Radio. Small and battery-fed is best, so that archaic comedy, dance tunes or the simple tales of country folk might cheerfully accompany most humdrum domestic duties, from the scraping of hides to manuring the rhubarb to scrubbing the bath. Despite more contemporary options, hags are still fond of crowding together around a favourite wireless programme and drowning it out with their chat. Recipes. Here are two crusty kitchen invocations for capering crone cake, gently simmer raisins, dark sugar, butter, water, molasses, bicarbonate and generous scatterings of sweet spices plus any other dried fruits or nuts that take your fancy. When everything has melted together, remove from the heat and stir in flour and eggs. Pour into a tin and bake until amber brown. Serve when still sticky with dark chocolate melted on top will add zest and vigour to any old woman's day. For roundhouse griddle cakes, blend equal measures oatmeal and spelt or other wholesome flour. Mix in vegetable fat and cold water to make a thick paste with handfuls of dried herbs, some dried seaweed and a good dose of coarse sea salt. Roll into small bowls, pat flat and fry in a skillet over smoky flames. Serve with dollops of local goat's cheese and warm spicy apple juice. While the gathered women spin tales of their lives and cheerily sing to the fire. Salmon bag. Because the beauty and surprise of it always amazes. 
The tanning of salmon to make such an article is a journey through time and the harvest of thousands of miles. Gratitude for this little bag is as vast as the ocean that birthed it. The alchemy of the urine and effort in the fish is like a spell that has been spun down from the moon. Skirt. One is sufficient, carefully trimmed to be long enough to warm and protect the full length of the leg, but not get entangled in briars or dirtied by boots. Coarse fabric is best for coping with untamed nature, a dark colour to blend with the rocks and the shadows and stains from the soup, with no fuss and fiddle to wash in a river when travelling, and as broad as a tent for those moments when relief from bladder urgency is required in public places. This is generally known as old woman's privilege. It may be enacted without suspicion and amid a crowd of thousands, as long as indifference and beatitude are clearly maintained upon the face. Smoke, from aromatic herbs and resins to lift or deepen the mood of a room, to protect or open a threshold, to carry the spirits of sage or cedar into cramped corners and expansive prayers, enduring favourites such as the bittersweet darkly resinous ceridwin, named after the ancient superhag, will eventually permeate all that you own. Stick, not a staff, not a wand, but a short wooden pole for walking up slopes, poking in streams and deterring rude fools. Breast height is perfect, a crook at the end or a curve to the handle allows you to lean wisely and partake of the view. Acts as an anchor in high winds and a balancing pole. If a downward hill gathers suddenly, your feet into a gallop, your stick will avert disaster and eventually act as a brake. T. Lots every day. The shape of the cup makes a difference to the aroma. The design of the side can seriously alter the taste. Herbs dried and blended in peculiar jars with handwritten labels are lovely, but brown from an old tin may be your saving grace. A liquid space that encourages bonding and empathy and gossip and mentioning politics and carefully avoiding politics and shared silence. W. The letter, for it is surely one of the best. Women, weaving, weavers, woven, weft, warp, wool, woolens, witch, witched, womb, words wise, wiser, wily, wolf, whiskey, wormwood, witch, hazel, willow, withy, wortle, belly, wild, wilder, wilderness, winds, winter, wish, whisk, winnow, wander, wonder, weathered, wizened, wheelbarrow. This, that is my treasure, said one crone to the other, piled into my wheelbarrow, which I'd push on the road heading north. That's a very fine hoard, replied her good friend. May your barrow be blessed, and as you grow even older, should it start to tip over, or become far too heavy to push, just write me a note with one of those pencils and I will send help. Maybe, answered the crone, or I'd be just as happy to leave a few things by the side of the road. Rubber boots will be handy for some other woman. A kettle or candles would never lack a good home. That is true, spoke her sister, but what is the thing you'd hang on to? Well, it must be the drum, said the crone at once, assuming I'm wearing my skirt and the coat, for it has all my songs tucked into the skin, and even should memory desert me, I'll know I can sing my way home. By the way, pointed out her friend, the bath bit was cheating. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this storytelling episode with the courtesy of Caroline Hillier's wonderful, wonderful story from the Book of Hag. Thank you so much for listening. 
to this heart-tending, loving episode of Whiskey Made Woman with me, your host, Bunny Loveshock. <laughs> 